Welcome to season two of Talks and Sips. I'm Jess and I am Sassy. It's time we take it back to season one. Yes, season one to talk about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. The pandemic that is flower crowns at music festivals slash shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, are y'all guilty of doing some suspiciously? That's hard for my list. Suspiciously. Suspiciously <laughs> stupid shit <laughs> at a music show? I think we all are, unfortunately. <laughs> Looking at you guys. And now I take a sip of judgment. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it was, you know, recently. I know that. <laughs> I realize I can't make the sounds with my straw, so I got to fold them. I mean, you could. <laughs> so you can hear. <laughs> now I'm just going to give myself gas. I'm taking sips of judgment here. Well, perhaps <laughs> recently you might have done some questionable things at a music festival because I know just here in San Bernardino, Beyond Wonderland just happened now last weekend. But, you know, <clears throat> what happened there? What, do you guys have some stories? <laughs> <laughs> but before we deep dive in, how you doing? What you sipping? Do the spark joy and stuff. I am sipping out of Jess's cup. Because we <laughs> just talked about um, my morning (laughs) where it's just one of those snowball effects where something little goes off and it just throws you off on a tumble and that's what it was so I forgot my own everything (laughs) not the camera though we got the camera yeah oh that would have been bad (laughs) so I'm drinking out of her like it's very it looks green but then you turn it and it looks copper down here but the lid stays green which is pretty cool and I'm drinking water or so I think Mm. did she put anything in my water Mm. (laughs) that was that is illegal ma'am that is illegal (laughs) but it happens at festivals so Uh. I don't know are you trying to get us in the theme (laughs) I wish it's Monday for me Um, but today I will be making sips of judgment and that's what that earlier not landed plane was um and the sips of judgment for all the foul ouch stories we're about to hear together Mm -hmm. it's going to be a good day for you asmr people it's a good day for you guys and if you don't like the sound of slurping not gonna be a good day (laughs) anyway at the end of the episode i will tally the sips of judgment and whomever's stories had the wildest amounts of oofs (laughs) <laughs> will be queened the flower crown bay of the episode. Will it be Ceci or will it be I? I if it's you, I have an extra flower crown for you. Sick. I have one. I realize I'm like, oh, that's Day of the Dead. Does that count? I guess. If you're going to a Day of the Dead. <laughs> anyway. Also, for the record, I too am guilty of being a flower crown bay, if you will, in the past. But as I get older, I'm trying to become more of a cowboy hat wearing bay. <laughs> uh, gotta protect this. All of, oof, all of this, all of this, all of this from the sun because wrinkles, you know, look at the curves. <laughs> yeah, as far as I know, I don't think I've ever fallen into the flower crown aesthetic, <laughs> if that's the right choice of words. Um, even with sunscreen, I still burn, so I couldn't. You know, <laughs> it would make to. no difference. <laughs> but also, I think the festivals I went to necessarily, like, they weren't the ones that flower crown girls, girls would show up to. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll just bring the wave with the black flower But that's the whole point, right? You got to transcend. Oh, yeah. Transcend. You can wear wear anything at a festival. Like, nobody's going to (laughs) care. Dude, for a long time, those uh, spirit hoods were real popular everywhere. uh Mm -hmm. And I think I have one left. I don't know, for nostalgia purposes, but I've sold them. And I'm like, how are people, how is this still a niche for this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> also, why the hell does any of this matter, you guys? Why? Uh, because festival season is among us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about some of the festivals that were kind of crazy that we learned about, but also that we've partook, taken? One of those words. Yeah. One of those words work. <laughs> um, so the first one that I came up with was I want to talk about LA Rising and I want to juxtapose it to what happened in Woodstock because mm-hmm. those are two different events, two different times. And so here are some pictures. And for those that can't uh, are just listening, basically, there's like a cool little poster and it's like a fist rising up. And it yeah. says right, uh, Rage Against Machine 2011 LA Rising Saturday, July 30th. And next to it, we have another picture. And it's if you if CC, if you want to zoom in really tight. Are you a- there? <laughs> Uh, there's a guy in front of the stage well there's a bunch of guys Mm because this is an aerial view Uh, but there's a guy wearing a yellow shirt facing the crowd which is one of the The security security? guys yeah so look on the left the second guy the middle guy okay so then if you go maybe two heads over you can't see it there's a guy with like he's a ginger guy with a red shirt 
And then there's a guy next to him to his right with the reddish shirt as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Well, if you look at the ginger guy and Behind look to him. the left <laughs> and you see that little black blob. Yes. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I'm, it's either you or a shadow. I can't. It's me. <laughs> anyway, so firsthand, I was there, front row, dying. <laughs> and if you look closer at this photo, you guys, there's a picture of Lauren Hill. And she looks good, but boy, oh boy, she had just had a baby like three days before oh. that. It was not good. <laughs> not good. Okay. Today, I want to do a little throwback to the most LA event in LA history. Okay. Mm-hmm. To to this day, I believe that this is the day that if you were going to commit any crime in the city, <laughs> like in Gotham, but like, like in LA, <laughs> yeah, like the purge, if you were going to do anything like that, that was the day. Mm-hmm. What day? July 30th, 2011. <laughs> and there's a reason for this. Okay. The music event, it only happened once. It rocked. It was off the hook and it never came back like a unicorn. It came and, and then <laughs> no. So it happened at the LA Coliseum and had almost every c- cop in the city hanging out outside of it. And for a real reason. But also, this event has its own whole Yelp page. I didn't even know you could do that. I know, for an event. <laughs> what? It's the event, not the actual um, venue, right? The no, actual event. Yeah, it's just LA Rising. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I've never seen. Have you seen that before? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> seen Twitter. That's like... right. So that was a Yelp for it. Um, anyway, it is pretty funny. Also, this is the first music event ever where I probably didn't eat or pee for over eight hours. It was great. I was crushed <laughs> front row and had to stand on empty water bottles to give my feet some sort of relief yeah. and help from just the thrashing from standing all day. <laughs> But let's check out these reviews. So this is from Julian A. in Long Beach. And mind you, this review was two years later. Oh, two, okay. Yeah, in, in 2013. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So note to the promoters, please, 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 please bring back this event back next year. It was off the fucking hook. <laughs> My first time seeing Rage and I was fucking stoked. I didn't think much of Lauren Hill's performance. Me too. Um, (laughs) considering the sound technicalities they had as well as the fact that she didn't sound the same Muse put on quite an amazing performance probably the best one of the night Rise Against also rocked the hell out of the stage by the way Mike you fucking rock bro (laughs) El Gran Silencio were pretty dope as well as Immortal Technique dancing with the devil so he gives it Five stars. <laughs> Lily from Cerritos down the street mm-hmm, says, yeah. Dear Rage, I love the event. I saw 10 mosh pits, one fire pit that was put out and, it, you know, it was lit back again like three times. Mm-hmm. I sang along to Lauren Hill, who brought me back to 1998. Rise mm-hmm. Against brought the energy to the stage. Muse was the best I've ever seen them. And I've seen them almost five times. <laughs> they were truly on fire that night. Tim, your tattoos were out and about and i love it brad you banged the hell out of it that night i love you tom you're a magical wizard with the guitar i love you zach your curls are still bouncy and lovely i love you she just ends all these with i love love you you. (laughs) and that's to all the singers obviously (laughs) thank you for bringing together an amazing lineup with a strong message for the youth to create change love you always okay again these are on yelp yeah (laughs) most of the reviews of this event were five stars on yelp which can be difficult because you know it's just like the tomatoes yeah are ruthless (laughs) um but they can't be biased see Mm -hmm. the worst review said and here's at three stars so this was the lowest of the reviews it's average it's average (laughs) but it's still pretty good and this Mm -hmm. is what cp from cp from studio city says I'm so glad that this is listed as $4 signs. It really should be listed as $10 signs. (laughs) I do like that there were activist groups there and their purposes varied from war, labor, immigration to poverty. Did someone say poverty? Question mark. (laughs) Yeah, that's when my wallet screamed after I paid $9 for a cup of warm Miller Lite. Then it screamed blasphemy. (laughs) But that's solely based on the beer. I know... I know. I drop a grip on a ticket and then I'm mad at the beer prices. First world problems. I know. The thing is, it wasn't just the beer that was overpriced. It was the food, 
too. <laughs> and for so much money spent to get, never mind trying to figure out which entrance I was allowed to go through after having my bags, you know, searched and body felt up three times. <laughs> it just seemed like I was playing Michelin, I was paying Michelin prices for Michelin. gas station <laughs> level munchies. Enough of my rent. And then he goes on <laughs> to talk about other stuff. But uh-huh. but the actual performances, he was very Yeah, I'm happy tier. with it. How much was it? I'm curious. <laughs> right? A ticket. Well, you were there. You should know. Oh, man. <laughs> Girl, it's been 10 years. <laughs> I don't know. I think 10 years ago. Well, 10 years ago, prices were different, too. Yeah, I yeah. think it was expensive. Mm. I think I don't think it was like 300. Oh, I don't okay. think like I know now if you want to go see the weekend, you're looking at two something yeah, or one something. Expensive. But I remember being like, maybe like 140. <gasps> oh, OK. In this economy. And now it's like, oh, 140. OK. <laughs> you just start. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, it's something to know, like I said, that he was upset about the booze mm-hmm. uh, and still chose to buy it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we complain about gra- gas prices. This was 2011. We, yeah. Unfortunately, we still need that. <laughs> <laughs> this festival wasn't just a big deal because of the acts in the lineup, of course. But politically speaking, all these performers encourage dissent. OK. Um, yeah. So that's it's pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever stop to smell the flowers and really listen to the lyrics of the songs from these people, they're all about questioning things and all, you know, overall derived from the spirit of we're not going to take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a political rally in 2008 that you guys would want to note where police had banned Rage Against the Machine in, in Minnesota. Uh, so what did they do? They whipped out a loudspeaker <laughs> and went a cappella. This is funny is it <laughs> like they just do whatever they want it's so funny it actually reminds me of this is a side like little tangent yeah but there's a band i listened to and i've worn a few shirts by them it's ice nine kills they got banned from downtown disney in florida that's funny because they were gonna play there and then they listened to their music they're like your music is just not acceptable for kids like <laughs> what are they gonna do and somehow they managed to get around making merch out of Disney characters. <gasps> so even I have I have the hoodie where in the back it's a Freddy Krueger Mickey Mouse. Aww. And every month for the last like two years, they've done a recreation of it. So they're making money off of Disney after them. they got banned from playing the House of Blues over there. That was the hottest <laughs> venue in town. At the House of Blues too? Yeah. I thought uh-huh. it'd be like a stage outside. No, no. It's at an actual venue. They're just like, this is too much for children if they could hear. <laughs> Sips of judgment are happening yeah. right now. But anyway, story over. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty rock and roll if you consider it. Uh, this is a transcript from the rally in Minnesota. Zach De La Rocha said, Rage Against the Machine is a band that has never, ever advocated violence. Uh, <laughs> we've always advocated a direct opposition to unjust wars like the one started by John McCain and the Republicans. Yeah. And Bush and all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, He continues, why the fuck are these cops so afraid of us? Are they afraid of us? And the the crowd crowd shouts. (laughs) Yes. No. No. (laughs) That's what I meant. (laughs) They're not afraid of us. They're afraid of you. Yes. (laughs) And she's the crowd. But low key, the crowd was working hard that night just to get some free music from them. Yeah. <laughs> they just wanted them to perform. It's like, for all free. right, yeah, no, play your song. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, from personal experience physically at that show, yeah, that was the most amount of cops that I've ever seen mm. ever at a show. Yeah. <laughs> like, they definitely did have the security guys, but you saw they were like in the yeah. yellow shirts. But there was like cops on horses, there was cops on mm. motorcycles. I'm pretty sure there was a chopper. <laughs> um, there was definitely fear that riots and looting would erupt from the show since the last major time this band headlined or played like that mm-hmm. was nine years ago prior to that date oh uh, so it was in 20 uh, 2000 man we're bad at math <laughs> 2002 i'm gonna say <laughs> some judgment because we were bad at math because i couldn't even <laughs> they were just known to get people hyped in more than musical ways if you know what i mean uh since all the cops in town were physically there the only true crime that took place was the pricing of the beers <laughs> i mean let's keep it real however regarding music madness the next show had the ups the ops the ops the opposite <laughs> objective from la rising and i think they got it spot on they wanted us to love baby <laughs> 
<laughs> so just hours into this festival, Woodstock organizers were hemorrhaging money. <laughs> yes, we're going to Woodstock now. The sheer number of attendees and the logistics of collecting money and tickets at the gates forced them to abandon the idea of poor pay concert and instead <laughs> let everyone in for free. Wow. Which is why it was such a shit show. Yeah. They realized there were too many people. This was a mess. They were forced to spend tens of thousands of dollars contracting helicopters to transport food, supplies, and the musical acts too. And, you know, from the sites because if there was a normal amount of people, they could probably yeah. just get, you know, walk there. They could probably yeah. go on like, a, what are those little... Sounds like a zombie apocalypse. Like you're trying to get someone from point A to right. point B. So we got to chopper you to your stage because there's so many people. All right. So here's some fun facts about Woodstock. Jimi Hendrix was supposed to headline, but didn't perform. Oh, by the way, I'm behind on this. There was an oof here and there was an oof here. <laughs> but this is also an oof. Okay. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix was supposed to headline, but didn't perform until Monday morning because a clause in his contract said no one could perform after him. He had to be the headliner. <laughs> yeah, he, but <laughs> he was you know headlining but so basically everyone had already gone home because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's monday yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the stragglers got to see him where where was he where was Jimi hendrix <laughs> Well, he and his band were literally just vibing somewhere at the festival at the time <laughs> of the performance <laughs> <laughs> they were supposed to headline and instead they were walking around catching other acts <laughs> so then finally like oh and he got paid which at the time was a lot of money mm -hmm. it was up front he had, they paid them two hundred thousand dollars that's still a lot of money <laughs> well i don't know i mean no inflation yeah but that's still <laughs> a lot of money <laughs> so then yeah he basically performed which is crazy because I read something somewhere else. I think it was Bonnaroo or something like that. Or yeah. one of those. Bon yeah. I think Kanye West did the same thing. Mm. Where he like never showed up. And it came like <laughs> Monday morning. And it was like a shit show. People were pissed. <laughs> oof. That's, that's another oof on your end. <laughs> Uh, three young men died while attending Woodstock and, and that's the thing a lot of people think that tons of people died at Woodstock mm. people think that tons of babies were born like there's a misconception <laughs> but really no babies were born yeah, um, a little <laughs> and only I mean three is I mean after what was that one Astroworld thing yeah I, I feel like we're numb to numbers of death I yeah, especially like the last not the last episode, but the one before that. The what did we say? The demon, demon oh, the midwife, midwife, where it's like a hundred and something, a low number, and we're like, <laughs> we were like, hold on, that is a low number. Why do we think a hundred dead babies is a low number? <laughs> oh, what's wrong with us? <laughs> Therapy. <laughs> but yeah, three young men died while attending Woodstock. Who two from the you know drug overdoses and just a seventeen-year-old was. Oh, this is like an oof. He was run over by a tractor collecting oh. debris while he was asleep in a sleeping bag. You know, surprisingly, that happens a lot. <laughs> oof. I learned that recently while I was listening to a true crime podcast yeah. that like drunk people will just wander onto like fields <laughs> and the farmers don't See look out them. for them so they just run them over oh and i'm like gosh. they don't always die but they get mangled it, yeah <laughs> they lose like jeez like, i didn't know this was such a common thing <laughs> like, like not even overdoses yeah. sleep in a sleeping bag <laughs> when the festival was finally over the new york state department of health recorded 5,162 medical cases and over the nearly four days, 800 of those were uh, drug related. That makes sense. Yeah. Actually, that's pretty low. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, huh, it should be like 800 non-drug related. Yeah. Um, lastly, it took a decade for the Woodstock organizers to turn a profit. A decade. A whole decade. <laughs> Ten years later, they made their money. <laughs> and so you, you're thinking, well, where is the love, man? And that's what this is for here. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, so here's where the love is at. Woodstock <laughs> was an opportunity for people to escape into music and spread a message of unity and peace, man. Mm -hmm. And although the crowd at Woodstock experienced bad weather, muddy conditions, and a lack of food, <laughs> <laughs> they had water and adequate sanitation. Because sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> so the overall vibe was harmonious. 
Yeah. Oh, the, the sanitation sounds good. For right? Now. <laughs> Water and you're going to go in a clean porta potty. I mean, what else do you need? You don't eat the garlic fries. Don't be deceived. <laughs> Worth it. But also good on the people that ran it for making sure people weren't dying from negligence. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Even if it took you a whole decade to make your money back. <laughs> You don't have all those death on your back. Um, <laughs> they went belly up, sure. But, uh, you know, people had basic necessities. So. <laughs> Just, uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So thank you for those oofs. Oofs. <laughs> now we're going to go into this one's pretty bad, too. I'm sure most of you have heard of it. A colossal oof. Yes. <laughs> We're talking about Fire Festival. For the longest time, I We're thought just, this was Fry Festival. The name itself is an oof. It gets a point. <laughs> I thought it was Fry Festival. So I was like trying to research. I was like, Fry Festival? Mm, fries. <laughs> no, it's Fire Festival with Garlic a Y. <laughs> and this took place in 2017, which was the year I graduated high school. So time flies. <laughs> <laughs> this is poking its ugly head up again because some people are a little suspicious and we're getting the same vibes from the When We Were Young festival. I don't know. I'm kind of giving it the benefit of the doubt because, like, you can't announce that. And then people are like, it's going to be this and continue doing that. I'm sure they're, like, scrambling right now to figure out, no, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. What is the fastest rotating stage out there? <laughs> no, make it faster. Manpower. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not sure as to what this fire festival entails, yeah, if you've been living under a rock with Patrick Starr, but you know, you don't have to worry. Patrick Starr has been living under a rock for this one? He's for everyone. <laughs> Interesting. He lives under a rock. <laughs> oh, sorry. You know who I confused? This is how you know I'm not. I don't buy makeup. I confused him for the guy that everyone thinks had a relationship with Kanye West, who does makeup and his, has a star on the makeup. Oh, I don't Jeffrey know Star. No, I'm talking about Patrick Star from SpongeBob. <laughs> I thought I was like, really? Jeffrey Star doesn't know about this? No. He seems like he'd be all about it. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so but we got it covered. Okay. <laughs> but to be clear, we're talking about Patrick Star from SpongeBob. <laughs> but to start off with, Fire, where they were getting a ton of advertisements from everyone, inclu- like just people passing along that, oh, this really cool like festival is coming out. But there was big names, including Kylie Ke- Kendall Jenner. Not Kylie. <laughs> Bella Hadid, which is that? No, that's her sister, right? The one that had a baby with Zayn. It's think one that of the two. Her, yeah. <laughs> and Haley Baldwin. Her name sounds very familiar. I just can't put a face to her right now. She's the one married to um, Baby. Oh, she's baby, Haley Bieber baby, now. Baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy. <laughs> and more. <laughs> this isn't out of the ordinary, though, as we see with many physical music festivals one the artists are resharing it if they're on the lineup they're mm-hmm. like oh look i'm playing this wherever get tickets <laughs> uh, <laughs> get ticket. and then those who like enjoy the music they repost too because they're like oh i'm going who else is going especially on twitter you're gonna find everything on twitter so you know this is all cool right everyone's just sharing this new like fun fire festival just some good promotion well, <laughs> I actually, I want to play a guessing game here. Yes. Okay. So how much do you think tickets were? I I know the rumors were that they were like really, like if I, right now I get so mad at Coachella tickets because I used to go when it was like 350 and mm-hmm. now they're like easily 475. Well, also think about this. This is on the island. So mm-hmm. it has to include travel mm-hmm. and then sleeping. So it's going to be like more than your typical festival that you could just go to. I think, I think, thirty two hundred. Thirty two hundred. Which again, that seems just. That's yeah. Bonkers. You you highballed it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> they like they were up to twelve hundred for just general. Oh. So, which if you think about it, if this was all legit, I feel like that'd be an okay price because you have to fly out anyways and it's by the Bahamas so that's not cheap oh right and so they're not covering your fly out they're just covering out your lodging your lodging and there was packages that had like uh, flights and stuff I see so those were the VIP packages and those went up to 12,000 oh that makes sense <laughs> yeah so there was also some really cheap ones where like it didn't include anything it was literally just your ticket mm-hmm. and those were at about 500 but again mm-hmm. you have to buy the travel um like cars if you need to rent them Mm. airplane housing so that's interesting and you know you're just gonna drop the hefty amount anyways just because you need to fly and sleep (laughs) and eat and And eat yeah literally um the only people that i know that successfully were able to do a fly and 
mm-hmm. concert it was like Jared Leto with 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, Mars Island. yeah, their little island, mm-hmm. which They're is a little weird. Island. But we'll talk about Jared Leto <laughs> later. <laughs> now, out of all the music festivals I've been to or have planned to go to, the most I paid was 500 for mm-hmm. the three-day EDC pass, which I didn't even end up going to because, <laughs> uh. like, it was at the heat of COVID and they were still going to do it. And I'm <sighs> like, I'm not going to go. They're just rage. <laughs> yeah. So at least I made my money back because there was, like, a whole thing of people last year trying to sell them and they were barely getting $100 back. So I was like, thank – I got rid of it fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. So the guy that bought it was, like, fine with giving me 500 Oh, good. So I was like, whew. <laughs> But Fire Festival wasn't like these. They they're not like the other festival. <laughs> like another festival. You had to travel farther out, as we mentioned, and you know, get some magical time by the beach. Who knows? You might fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds too good to be true, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> here's a few screen grabs from the commercial of what people are expecting their festival stay to look like. Oh, so this man. first one, just a line of girls. They're jumping off a little boat. That looks fun, right? Bikinis and boats. <laughs> Bikinis and boats. Next one is this fun little lantern release thing, which I've always wanted to go to one because it looks fun. And then lastly, it's like the the big bird's eye view of the island that you're going to be on. And it looks really nice. Mm-mm. It's white sand and nice little mountains, Mm-mm. a nice beach. Well, it looks fun. You know, I would want to go there. Wouldn't you want to just have like a nice relaxing four day music festival there? Yeah. <laughs> Being on an island filled with music loving people. It's like, why wouldn't I want to go? It's like. another oof (laughs) (laughs) and it makes sense why the tickets are so pricey right it's a really nice looking place Mm -hmm. wrong (laughs) (laughs) here's what these festival goers actually showed up to once they arrived wow (laughs) a singular porta potty (laughs) so you know like in festivals you go to it's like a whole row of Mm -hmm. porta potties if not like multiple rows Mm -hmm. this one only has one and I'm sure they had others spread out but just one (laughs) you need like a row and then the next one over you could kind of see the little tents they got in the porta potty those are FEMA tents The next one you go over to, it shows all the tents all lined up and then just a bunch of trash. <laughs> just a, and like, look at it. You can't see any sand. It looks very like it kind of looks like the desert. <laughs> oh it just does not look fun. And then we have pictures of the food they were serving. The food alone gets an oof. <laughs> <laughs> and also a tweet from William N. Finley, the fourth. Mm. <laughs> It said it's real. I made it up. Okay. <laughs> but this, his tweet shows a picture of like a sem. It looks like a semi truck shipping container. Oh, it's definitely thing. a shipping container. Yep. And there's people on top of there and there's like a small crowd <gasps> underneath. And oh, it said, God. this is how Firefest handles luggage. Just drop it out of a shipping container at night with no lights. <laughs> oh, everything about this. Just yeah. so yikes. <laughs> Let me see this food though. Yeah. And I'm, I even did a whole thing mm. about the food. I'm like, I mean, this is no shade here towards anyone but doesn't this look like the food that they serve at catering on like shows and sets and stuff the thing is that in catering it looks like on set it looks better it does this i don't know what this is the same it's the same little container you have your little compartments and i love the catering people i've made friends Mm -hmm. with all the catering people but typically if you didn't know this little fun fact i guess the uh, catering companies in hollywood Mm -hmm. at least they work for bigger companies where mm. they just freeze the food and then they send it to them to mm. dethaw it and like cook it and serve it. Disgusting. So but it's not fresh. How is that any different from TGIFs or chilies? Yeah. Yeah, they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> they're all the same. So you really can't escape it. That big potato <laughs> looks like it needs the Lord. Yeah. It's just, mm. this is not the food I'm expecting if I paid over $1,000 for a ticket. <laughs> I'm just don't expecting claim they're going to feed me. Just, yeah. Look. No expectations. But food aside, everything else looked a mess. You know, porta potties. At festivals are just all a mess either way, but there's no villas that they signed up for. There's these tents. <laughs> FEMA tents of all things. Like they're not even the cute Coachella, no, like, they're <laughs> you know, TP looking ones. No, they're like no. they're it looks like an igloo. <laughs> it looks like it, yeah. Mm-hmm. The main article I used for this has a quote here that genuinely made me chuckle. <laughs> and it's 
But there's so much more to the story than rich kids of Instagram meets Lord of the Flies. Dude, this is totally <laughs> Lord of the Flies, like in modern times. Yeah, Lord of the Flies. I'm so happy that they made me read that book in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. You know, although the ending's sad, it's still it's a good joke. And I feel like there's a lot of jokes around Lord of the Flies mm-hmm. where people don't always get it because they don't read the book. Oh, but, that's true. Or the movie. You can watch the movie. You can watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but that was that was just a fun I little. think I, I, this is a hot take, you guys. I don't know if this is true. They might have taken it out of school. Take it. Oh, the, the Lord uh, of the Flies. Cause I could see that. This is too grotesque for it my is child. Pretty, it, if you guys don't know, it's about a group of like Boy Scouts or something that their plane crashes and they it's only kids so mm. they have to learn how to survive and you can imagine how that goes and they're all boys so worth it <laughs> no, i'm kidding <laughs> so, <laughs> anywho <laughs> unfortunately though the festival goers weren't the only ones getting scammed there's two documentaries about this out on netflix and one of them interviews a restaurant owner marianne roll or Rolly. Um, who spent a hefty amount of her life savings to cater the festival. <gasps> I wasn't going to put the amount in here, but we actually have a happy ending to this. So okay, she put 50000 of her own money mm-hmm. into this. Once everything fell through and people were leaving, she was having to deal with that as a consequence. Because mm-hmm. I didn't watch the documentary itself, but from what I've seen at festivals, they have food stands and trucks that sell mm-hmm. you the food, and that's how they make their money back. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm assuming this was. And so if there's no people... There's no money. Right. So I she just put all this money just to not have anyone buying her food. However, I do have a good update on her. Oh good. (laughs) So this happened in 2017. In January of 2019, an article was published saying she received (gasps) $166,000 in donations from GoFundMe. And that's over triple the amount she initially invested. So it's a pretty good uh, return. <laughs> the good news, like, yes, we take a cut. <laughs> the good news continues, though, because that GoFundMe is still up. Wow. And I want you all to take a guess mm. as to how much it has raised by now. So now this is five years ago. Since Oh, right, right, right. So she had 166000 in 2019. Mm-hmm. It's been basically like three years so how much more do you think? I feel like it would have slowed down uh, substantially and then COVID slowed things down. So maybe like 200K. In total, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you guess 240K. Dang, good for you, You'd Glenn be Coco. correct. Good so it's for awesome you. for her. Something good came out of this mm-hmm. unfortunate disaster. Those were really sad first two years, though. They were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, um, just to go back to some more bad news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, once everyone figured out what a shit show this was, the refund request began. And there, like, a lawsuit began. And here's what everyone was set to receive. They are set to receive just $281 or 204 euros Mm -hmm. each, according to the court papers filed in New York last week. Last week? Well, to the article. Oh, I was like, whoa. This article was in 20. Seven, no, 18. So oh. like a, li- a few months after that. Oh, I should have led with that. Still <laughs> big oof, guys, because yeah. they only made 281 back after two years? Like a year. A year? A, a year. It sounds like a complete joke, right? <laughs> <laughs> so how did they come to this conclusion? Here's the math explained. So documents submitted by the festival's bankruptcy trustee show that just $1.4 million had been collected in its attempts to recoup ticket holders' cash. So that sounds like a pretty good amount. Well, 0.3 of that just kind of disappeared. Don't know where it went. So Oof, now they subtracted $1.1 million from accountants and legal costs. <laughs> and the 277 ticket holders will have 78,000 shared out between them if the proposal is approved by a judge which it was and so basically all they did was divide 78,000 by 277 and that's how they got the 281 dollars oh man yeah that's why you gotta be a lawyer be a shark <laughs> But we're going to end on a happier note again. (laughs) To begin wrapping this whole little festival up, there was a settlement last year in 2021. That's a $2 million agreement, meaning that the ticket holders could see a $7,220 return or in euros, $5,228. And I mean, 
if you were getting those like 1200 ones, this is a good return. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And as far as I could tell, this could have already been refunded back to them. It was earlier 2021 when this Mm -hmm. article came out, but there was a lot of different articles saying it happened already or it's planning on happening. So I'm just going to be honest here. I don't know. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Even like when you hear about settlements and blah, 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 like it doesn't mean that they get the money Mm -hmm. that same year. It's just possible. Yeah. Like you have to pay it. Mm -hmm. Or they could do it in one of those like, oh, you'll get 500 this year Mm -hmm. and then the next, like over time you'll get it too. So (laughs) I don't know. So who knows? (laughs) They probably haven't yet. Yeah. So um, now we're going to go into some like actual well even though this these were actual mm-hmm. stories we're gonna go into more personal stories so i actually found a website that like just put together a few weird weird stories that these typically these happened at raves i believe all of these happened at raves so let's just jump in mm-hmm. <laughs> and these are like one or two sentences with no further explanation so you're lot, yeah, your mind gets <laughs> to wander so this one we're gonna start off with a funny one mm-hmm. <laughs> once i ran into a fellow manager at my company at a rave i was nearly naked and that was weird yeah. imagine going into the office on monday <laughs> this reminds me of the story of that boss from that girl mm-hmm. Which one? Oh my god. We're, we learned this stuff. We forget names. The girl who went to jail for killing her roommate who she didn't kill oh, her roommate. Oh, Amanda Knox. Mm-hmm. Her <laughs> boss going to jail too. And they're like, why is her boss in jail? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is going to be later. This is going to be weird to talk about on Monday. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> three years from now. Something. I, I don't know. Would you would you still go to your job or would you have to find a new job? Uh, <laughs> I already dress weird all the time so it's like it's okay if he saw a little <laughs> yeah like whatever well it's really funny because like i was at work and this guy that is training me uh-huh this other guy comes into our room and then he goes like oh cool because i had my crocs on or something like yeah that. it's like yeah you know this girl. and some of the guy who's training me is like yeah she just thinks she's cool like she just dresses like hip and stuff and like <laughs> I'm like, you're projecting. <laughs> I just dress comfortably cool. <laughs> comfortably cool. <laughs> anyway. All right. The next one. This one's funny, too. I hooked up with a girl at a rave by the sheer strength of my dancing ability and eyebrow wiggling. Oh, the so bar is set like, very low while you're at music festivals, I feel. Clearly. Especially if you're like not in a couple. Because I remember being young and going yeah. to these festivals and like, oh, look at the couple. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't. That's... Yeah, that, I don't know if I'd ever take it that far. Because no. I would be I would be going to festival single and stuff. And yeah. then I would like talk with people, you know, for the night, not mm-hmm. like take home. <laughs> yeah, it, wasn't, it never got that yeah, far. It no, just boosts my ego. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's rough, though. This one's probably the saddest one I have. <laughs> I made the stupid mistake of trying a drug at a rave when I was 19. I didn't think it prevent me from pursuing my career in law enforcement or I, I read that wrong, but it was, okay. <laughs> I read it right, but in the wrong tone. Mm. I didn't think it prevent me from pursuing my career in law enforcement, feeling regretful and disappointed. Now, like I mentioned, they don't give any further explanation to mm-hmm. this. So what I thought is, did they get addicted and they just couldn't like focus on their yeah. career or did it show up on a drug test? Like either way, be careful when you're doing any types of drugs. Oof. Like, yeah, yeah, it could have been that. It could have easily been that. Mm-hmm. So sorry. I hope your life is better person. I don't There's know. other careers out there, guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is. And you could still do like some sort of investigation. Ones. Just be a detective. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have a romantic love story. <laughs> when people ask, where my husband and I met, we lie because I was selling him drugs at a rave. <laughs> that's a love story for sure. That's that's a good one because you also get freezed. <laughs> well, not, free, yeah, but the other thing is, you know, your boo is that a they're husband. in for you. <laughs> like they work hard. She's she's making the money, or he? We don't know. <laughs> and this one's teachers gone wild. I am a teacher, but that doesn't affect my life. Just last week, I was at a rave rolling face. You know what? (laughs) I remember being in like elementary school and thinking like when I would see the teachers interact with each other Uh and be like, why are they so cool? Like they're old. (laughs) It's bizarre. Like why are they so cool with each other? You know what a lot of kids think? My mom tells me because my mom's a TK and kinder teacher. Mm -hmm. 
A lot of kids think that teachers live at the school. That's funny. <laughs> and like that they don't leave, that they just live, live there. there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, but the yeah, worst it's... part is that like acquaint on an acquaintance level, we know some friends that are teachers and you're yeah. like, how are you raising the next generation? Literally, that's that too. Like, you know what they do behind them. It's mm-hmm. like a new girl, Jess. Mm. She's a teacher and she's doing all this crazy stuff. The floor is lava. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The last one I have. It's pretty funny. Um, guy I met at a rave sends me a LinkedIn request. All right. <laughs> um, Can you imagine? That? How did, first of all, how do you even get my information? Second of all, why LinkedIn? <laughs> LinkedIn yeah, what did like, I, what did I say in the conversation to give you exactly. full information? Right. Okay, <laughs> Cecilia. She. Her name is Cecilia. Did she say she worked on set? Okay, she works on set. All right, Cecilia, I'm narrowing it film, down. Movie, TV. <laughs> Google, Google, Google. Bam, found you, Google. <laughs> At that point, you have an issue, <laughs> right? <laughs> to finish off, though, I thought it'd be fun for us to tell like a fun story or stories or just the whole night <laughs> as to what we have experienced at a music festival. Okay, so some of the stuff that I remember off cuff, I, I was like, I'm not going to write all this, but I'm just going to like bullet point yeah. what I can remember. Mm-hmm. And like, for example, the one that I find in uh, in this segment, I'm calling it my Coachella days. Um, <laughs> it was crazy because they have like nine different stages at Coachella. Mm-hmm. And there's this one called the Do Lab, which is the smallest one, the furthest one in the back. And it's like this tent with no windows because, you know, other tents have like openings and there's air coming through mm. and basically every time you went into the do lab it's like this like a fema tent on okay. drugs <laughs> like <laughs> drugs. huge plasticky white tent with just like ravey music going misters no air escape and i would i'd go in there and be like bro like my armpit smell i'm gonna have bo <laughs> like that just smells are so yeah. bad in there there is no air escape <laughs> in this room disgusting <laughs> Like, do raves have things like that? Ra- <sighs> Rooms like that? Mm, yes, but it's not available to everyone. Oh, it's a VIP, it's like, bitches. Yeah, so you have to get VIP, which I've never done because I'm one who, when I go to music shows, I love walking around mm. and, like, talking to people because... <laughs> intoxicated me is very different than me Mm -hmm. (laughs) she comes out of her shell Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i don't mind like walking around and just talking to people Mm -hmm. i don't like sitting at shows and that's really what vip is like your own little private area and you actually mentioned earlier that it was one of the first times you didn't use a restroom for so long i cannot use a restroom at any festival oh my god i won't pee the whole day oh the utis (laughs) it'll literally well the thing is i'm constantly sweating so it's getting out so thankfully i've never had to deal with the uti but now i'm like getting older so i might have to pay attention yeah, to but like porta potties at raves there's gonna be drugs in there there's gonna be half naked people everywhere it's just gross and i'm like you know what i'm not gonna deal with you that. have to like get there and go pee yeah like or just stop by a gas station mm-hmm. right before you get there which i've done before and people give you some weird stares mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what i feel like in California, that's mainly the thing. Because when you, if you start road tripping and stuff more often, oh. all those places, all the gas stations actually have huge bathrooms. It's yeah, all they do. Even there's some here, like there's one up the five. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a huge room, just a restroom. Because they expect you to go to yeah. the bathroom. But and it works for them. stops too. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're like, you're going to buy snacks yeah. from us. You're going to put gas here. And, and that's what I realized coming back. I was like, why are the bathrooms so, like here? It's like sorry, you can't use our bathroom. Yeah. Uh huh. Gotta pee. Anyway, uh, what's like a crazy ass story that you remember? Like that you're just like now you're like. Ugh. Well, <gasps> all right. Well, my story was actually a night, <laughs> and this was in 2019. It was New Year's Eve, going into New Year's uh, 20. 20. Oh, so precursors. <laughs> yeah. So I was 19. This was like. I this was like my prime time of going to like raves and stuff mm-hmm. and I was just living it up, you know. <laughs> if I have family that are listening to this, just don't. <laughs> Sips of judgment. Yeah. So I was experimental in this day and I had to sneak in some I didn't have to, but I did it for my friends. I snuck in some stuff for them because we were all pretty like naked, if mm-hmm. you will, but 
if you have a boob, you could always put it under. <laughs> Blessed be the breast. That's literally that's literally how we got in. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay. I I had told I went with my best friend. I was like, I'm not gonna do anything. Mm. I'm gonna be sober. I'm gonna drive us home. Mm. <laughs> I'm giving myself a sip of judgment. Uh, <laughs> sip of judgment. Yeah. So we got there. My friend had a wax pen. I started doing that because oh. I'm like, I could do this. I this is what I normally yeah. do. And then they brought out, you know, little pills. And I was like, "Mm, mm." (laughs) and I took one and I was like, it's fine. It's the beginning of the night. I should Mm -hmm. be fine by the end of the night. I should be sober enough. Right. (laughs) Mm. And so I took that and I was feeling okay. And it was like a group of eight of us, I want to say. I only knew my best friend. (laughs) I didn't know any of the other girls, but I got to know them that night. Uh (laughs) And so... There was another girl who was way more messed up than I was. She was like drunk, high, multiple things. And she was like throwing up everywhere. And I was like right there. And I, like it started Soothing kicking her. in. I was like, I'm helping her. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just us two being dragged down. The whole night, my friend had got me kaleidoscope glasses. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Don't wear those while you're <laughs> intoxicated. While you're and on there's e. lasers everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, whoa. And I keep I kept forgetting <laughs> to take them off. So I was just like constantly like this. Oh my god. At one point in the night, I just realized that one of the lenses wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> so like I saw normal out of this side. Your poor brain. But this side was like still crazy. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? And I was like looking at people like this. <laughs> So that was fun. This was pre-COVID. It's still gross. I wouldn't do it now. But we would all share water back then. Like strangers. You would drink out of strangers' camel packs. Like it wasn't anything you would like think of. extra gross. Yeah. Camel packs? There's washback in that. Mm -hmm. That's guaranteed washback in that. (laughs) Oh, before that, though, I shared a joint with a random person. So, like, again, I wouldn't do it now. But that was younger me. So I did that. And then I drank some of their water. And... This wasn't normal water. I later found out that it had Molly in it. Oh, man. So my brain was just like, whoa. And this whole time, my best friend, because I was supposed to drive her, mm. she was sober because mm. she, one of us needed to drive. Oh. And so I felt bad. I started crying. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I ruined your night. Oh, and she's like, no, no, no. Because yeah. she knew that if I was going to start crying, I would have a bad trip. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 no. You're fine. You're fine. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. We're having fun. Yeah, yeah. So the rest of the night was just like me trying to just live, yeah. <laughs> just stay awake. And then at the end of the night, we had to walk past all the security guards and I was just staring at the floor. I was because there's cops there too. Oh, and I'm just like boy. They knew. They knew. <laughs> yeah, they know. But they know, especially at a rave, right? That's yeah. kind of like the culture that uh-huh. everyone's rolling on something, something. Yeah. And thankfully, again, be careful with your drugs. I wasn't very careful, but <laughs> I haven't done anything like that since then. Just because the feeling of the day after, you're just like done. You, you borrowed <laughs> happiness from tomorrow for today. Exactly. And my friends didn't drive, so we had a DD. So just always have one of those. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so she okay. Well, that she gave up. Out. She gave up her night because she was planning on doing mm. everything I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gave up her night because she saw how messed up I was, and she's like, "You're not gonna be able to drive us home." Oh. So. <laughs> But that was 2019, and that's how we brought in the new year. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like a good old time, and your friend sounds awesome for being super chill about yeah, it. She's <laughs> go friend. Yeah. Um. Similar to that, I remember going to Coachella, and it was very much the boob thing too. Yeah. And or I actually got smart because they would they got smart too, and they started petting like women would pat like underneath like this. Oh. And so I was like, oh, I can't really, you know, like yeah, I'm a you don't want to risk it. You know, I mean, they're not that big. Like, what was that? How did that get there? Oh, it's like slips out. <laughs> so we had like these pre rolls or whatever, mm-hmm. and then basically what I did was like I should have big hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I would hide them in my hair in ponytails, and you could yeah. never find them. Yeah, it's fucking genius. And yeah. so that was cool. Um, the other thing was that too, like we would be in the mosh pits at the main stage, and I had a friend who had like. Her name's Lindsay. She was somehow connected to like the Coachella, um, the people that run it or whatever. Mm. 
So she always had VIP, like yeah. she always had the trailers next to the main <laughs> stages. So she would come out and because their security don't check them, their VIP, she'd mm-hmm. come out like, I brought you a water bottle, babe. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I go to sip this water bottle and it's just vodka. <laughs> Not even like vodka with like Perrier yeah, or it's just, vo- straight. just straight <laughs> vodka. And it looks like a like Arrowhead water bottle. <laughs> I'm like, Bro, I'm already dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> But it was so fun. So we're just passing this water bottle around yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are like really good times. There's a lot of times like where you're just like smoking. And the, the one I remember the most too is like Hosier was playing. Mm-hmm. And this is like the hippiest thing. Again, I think my my experiences are very hippie. Like, mm. I'm just here to vibe with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, let's just lay on the grass and smoke weed and look up at, you know, look at them perform <laughs> and like share blunts. And like, <laughs> anyway, so at one point there was a security guy because I'm walking and smoking, thinking it's Vegas or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, <laughs> like, dang it. And it wasn't just like a pre-roll. It was like a whole like glass oh. piece. Oh, like, so you took everything. Everything. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's money yeah <laughs> but yeah overall like th- some of the best memories i have are actually from the performers themselves like yeah not so much me getting into debauchery because i actually never like on a personal like never even as a kid i was like i need to be in control of the car most of the time mm-hmm. you know that's how i just I, how i function well even uh, i think we had um we did a oh the other day two nights ago we had gummies uh-huh. and i don't do gummies mm-hmm. and so i didn't sleep all night i was just <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't it was like i felt terrible mm. like i felt terrible and i was like yep this just keeps being a thing i keep trying to give gummies a chance and i'm like this is do um, you take the whole thing no okay that's gonna be my next thing like take a quarter of a quarter like they give me the teeny tiniest bit and it was still like i have gas i have mm. compressed gas i can't <laughs> sleep i'm looking at the ceiling i can't breathe am i choking in my snoring like it was just oh, fuck this i just want to go to sleep man um but th- one of the best memories I do have is like, for example, Arcade Fire. They had already like cut them out, right? Because mm-hmm. they they were uh, the headlining, and they had like that was it. Your session yeah. is done. Mm-hmm. Shut up! <laughs> and they're like, no, we're not done. And so at the time, they were rocking these huge like presidential heads that were like the size of like this half of my body, <laughs> and they like straight up jumped off stage. And that's how you knew it was them because you could see the heads bobbing yeah. across, and they just kept performing uh-huh. for another half an hour <laughs> off the stage. So like, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. So it was really cool. I thought that was really yeah. rad. But anyway, anytime there's like a band, like I always get kicked in the head. Yeah, yeah. I because I, 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 I was a Warped Tour kid. Mm. I was a Warped Tour kid. So I think I went to the, I think I went to six Warped Tours. And one of them, it was a super cool experience, but it hurt. <laughs> Actually, I have two stories now that I think about Ouch. it. But the one I'm thinking of, I was seeing um, at the time, I was like, really, I really liked Icy Stars. It's a band. And their singer, I was at the barricade. The singer got up right in front of me. Oh, like his boy. foot was right here. But he was like pressing up against, we're going back to booze. She got a mammogram <laughs> at a concert at a very young By age. By the lead singer of a band. Oh, my I like. God. So oh. like it was super cool because he was right here. Mm. But I was like, this hurts. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the other time I could think of, painful. Days. I had a, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I got a third degree burn on my toe a while ago. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, you said it. <laughs> and so I went to Warp Tour with my boot on Ooh. and people were like stepping on my foot. Ooh. But I had so many like barriers against my toe. Yeah. Like my toe was fine. <laughs> but still, like enough of that would have cracked oh, yeah. Enough, like if they would have like for sure like kept doing it. I mm-hmm. kept my foot like lifted and yeah. I would just put all my pressure on my left one. But <laughs> that big yellow energy over there all yeah. for the music um but yeah i think i think one of the dumbest things at least for me i think the biggest one and when you go on vacation they always say if you go on vacation say your vacation lasts six days mm-hmm. give yourself the seventh day to come home and chill yeah. out mm-hmm. i never did that after coachella so i'd go to mm-hmm. work the next day and i was just i felt like tr- trash every yeah. time <laughs> i've always had multiple jobs and stuff mm-hmm. but the thing is that i think one night instead of just being like all right let's stay at a hotel like or you know because we've done the camping thing which by the way camping at coachella guys unless you're in one of those cute little yurt things like fuck no <laughs> it's the desert it's freezing yeah. at night you still walk two miles to your tent Two miles. Yeah, it's so far. <laughs> and then the sun comes up at like 540 and it's blazing saddles. And then you want to shower. Yeah. And there's a shower line that's an hour and a half. 
like you're like i'm just not gonna shower and then you're like i cannot not shower yeah. i'm disgusting uh-huh. i smell so ripe i've been drinking pooping sleeping sweating eating like oh it's just not good anyway so my friend jess and i i remember driving us back the sunday night yeah after one of the years we went uh-huh and it's true what they say like if you're drinking and driving which guys don't do it uh it's not great your vision is absolutely impaired right yeah. But if you're sleepy and driving. Oh, that's like, yeah, I've had to do that a few times. That's crazy. You're like genuinely scared that you're going like, to have your AC blasting. Yeah. You'll mm-hmm. hallucinate. I remember driving us back and she fell asleep. She's like, I'll stay awake with you. Right? <laughs> they never do. <laughs> they never do. Anyway. <laughs> and this one's my oof story. It's not the drug use. It's not the making friends. It's not the giving your social. No, I'm just kidding. That never happened. But it's not none of that. It's none yeah. of the debauchery and relaxedness of it all. It's like driving home after a three day event where you're exhausted and it's a two and a half hour drive. Yeah. And I, I remember just like imagining like lines on the floor, like the oh, yellow dashes. Mm-hmm. They were crossing. <laughs> and I was driving, trying to because your in. eyes, when you're like when they're like falling asleep, they start crossing yeah. too. So yeah, you're like seeing double everything. I was like, and so I remember the next day, like after I dropped her off, after everything, I was like, I am never like we. I will pay for a hotel. Like, uh-huh. I like could have killed her last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I just like that lives with me. That lives with me. I'm like, if I'm tired, I'm going to fucking sleep. Yeah. I don't care where we are. Uh-huh. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't yeah. drive sleepy, people. That actually reminds me. This is my last one, probably. <laughs> so. Ozfest, not fest. It was when they combined Ozfest mm-hmm. and Nozfest, not not fest, <laughs> as a two day thing. But I only went to not fest because I couldn't afford. <laughs> it is, what it but is. I was in high school, so <laughs> I, I think it was 2016, and I didn't have anyone to go with. And this was before I was out of the house because I was in high school. So my mom's like, "No, you need someone to go mm-hmm. with you. I don't care who it is. Just find someone." And so I invited my best friend. Who is not into any of that, of that music. stuff? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so she told her mom what she because th- she told her mom, "I'm going to Knotfest," mm-hmm. and her mom was like, "Oh, okay, like cool." Her mom, I don't think she would have let her go if she knew what it was. She oh. thought that it was the Halloween Knotts Berry Farm. How thing. cute! <laughs> but anyways, that day we and I love festivals because festivals Warp Tour was the year. I first saw my favorite band and I think now I've seen them like nine times, but that was my first time. Mm-hmm. And they were at Not Fest too. So that's what I really wanted to go for. Yeah. So I, we saw them. There was dust everywhere. Poor Oof. Denise. I had to give her my bandana because she had snot everywhere. Uh, there I was like just about the dust. Yeah. Uh huh. And then she like ended up getting groped by an old guy. I'm like, I am so sorry. She's like, it's okay. It's not you, but it's like, it's weird. <laughs> and that's the thing. Oh, she's in high school. Poor yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's what, that's kind of, that's upsetting for me. Only because it's like, it's like not fest. It's Ozfest. You'd expect things like that at raves. Not exactly. At rock and roll. Yeah. Like at rock and roll, mm-hmm. they're just drunk and having a good time. Yeah. Metal, uh-huh. whatever. Right. But the Ugh. thing is, it was an old guy. And like, unfortunately, a lot of old guys who go to those types of things are like that. But thankfully, Ooh. like to her, like she kind of was able to rub it off or whatever. Because yeah. it wasn't like a full on like, but she mm-hmm. felt a little something. And then at the end of the night, we were both like just exhausted from running around to every stage because mm-hmm. it's hills too. It's yeah, at the amphitheater. Mm-hmm. And so Slayer came on mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've never seen them before. It was my first time seeing them. It was really good. But we were so far in the back. We were sitting on the grass, like just looking up at the stars and like listening to the music. Mm-hmm. And they had like those jumbotrons yeah. or whatever. And next to us, we just see like a group of heavy metal guys, all long hair with the vests and everything with a dumpster. A dumpster <laughs> fire. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> they threw everything out of the dumpster, oh, no. lit it on fire. The and then, is on fire now. And then one of the guys got on the dumpster and was like, yeah. <laughs> and they were like I'm the king of the world yeah they were taking him around in a circle and we're just sitting there like <laughs> yeah all right oh yeah but that's that was slayer that was a good slayer experience i think <laughs> yeah oh, those were good times i don't know that i'm really going to another festival anytime soon i think i was like looking at stuff but like the we are young thing i that's just 
they added like a third date, I think. Yeah. I still don't think I'm really caring to go anymore. I like the smaller fest, like the Coachella. Coachella sounds cool, but I don't think I'd be up for doing it for a whole three days. Uh, that, yeah. And that's the thing. They don't no longer offer the days or two days. Because yeah. they used to be like that. You can kind of pay for a day, come mm-hmm. as you will. But now it's like three days. You're like, three days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> three whole days? I don't even like everybody on those days. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that, like the headliners... You have like maybe four headliners or four people on there that like really want to yeah. see. And you're like, I'll just go see them now. Yeah. <laughs> on their own individually. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't need to go see a list of. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say this there was a young indie band that'll always stay with me and we'll, we'll close off like this. And basically, <laughs> their set was done. They now got to be part, part of the day, mm-hmm. right? They got to go watch shows. Yeah. And they basically brought most of their instruments with them, mm-hmm. uh, the acoustics. Okay. And then they started a performance out in the middle of the field. Oh. Got a big ring around them. They mm-hmm. had like this big jug that looked like a flower pot. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's cool. It's a water thing. Yeah. <laughs> and basically it's this huge, like probably this big. And everyone's <laughs> passing it around. And it's literally, again, vodka <laughs> by itself. <laughs> In a freaking flower pot. And now you're not just sharing with the same little five people. No, it's the whole. Everyone, the band itself. And then next thing you know, people are crowd surfing them out in the middle of the field with their instruments. And he's banging on his drum. And all the like performers are like, what's going on over there? Yeah, like you're you're not even on the stage anymore. You're like, well, there's a whole other show right here. This is thrifty, guys. (laughs) But anyway, guys, that wraps us up for today's episode. And uh, we always leave you with a stupid ass question. So here we go. Do you think there are more vegan or meat-eating flower crown bays out there? We want to know. <laughs> Do we have a account on the... Oh, we're even. <laughs> and I went in real time. So you guys let us know. Did you count any extra ones that we might have missed? Yeah, because I was very enthralled in the conversation. So we'll leave it up to you guys. Maybe we'll put up a poll at the end of the week and you guys let us know who had or where were the biggest oofs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. If you'd like to follow our podcast along where you can take that poll that she mentioned Oof. or answer the final question. We are at Talks and Sips on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok and Patreon if you'd like to help us out and subscribe there for our personal accounts mine is at ceci.nciso i am at jfox with two x's and two underscores it's included in there jfox (laughs) (laughs) and we also have our website toxinsips.com where you can check out all the links for our episodes so if you ever want to do your own research you have those to help you start out and that all being said we have been toxin sips and we'll see you on the next one Bye. (laughs) bye